Welcome to the Self-Taught Illustrator Podcast. My name is Natasha Polozenko and I am here to prove that you do not need a formal training or background in art to make it as an illustrator. So listen up and get ready to be inspired, encouraged and uplifted in your illustration journey. Let's do this. Hello, hello and welcome back. It's a new week and I'm super, super pumped to talk to you about my favorite topic in the world, personal illustration style. So firstly, just so we can level set, what do I mean when I talk about personal illustration style? So firstly, let me tell you what I think it is not. (laughs) So a personal style is not a way of characterizing your work. So what, what exactly do I mean by this? Okay, so every now and then, I get the question, people commenting on my illustrations, saying something along the lines of, uh, what style is this? Or what would you call this style? And I often have no idea how to answer this. And I know I know what they want to hear. They want me to give them some sort of super definite answer, something along the lines of, like, this is Art Nouveau, or this is manga. And side note, um, I just picked those two styles out of thin air, so there's nothing to do with my style. But in actual fact, my style doesn't have a name. It is a mix of my aesthetics, my taste, and certain decisions that I made along the way. So think of it this way. Uh, Ariana Grande, Lady Gaga, uh, Lana Del Rey, and even Justin Bieber have all been put into the pop category. But all of these artists have a unique style, something that makes them so unique and distinct from one another. And so bottom line, what I'm trying to say is that when I talk about illustration style, I'm not talking about what category you belong in. I'm talking about what makes you unique as a creative. So something that is unique to you and only you. All right, so now take a moment to think about your favorite illustrator. It's super likely that you would recognize their work anywhere. When it comes up on your feed, you know it's them immediately, even before you see their name. If you discover a piece of their work out in the wild, you immediately recognize them. And best yet, you can tell from a mile away if someone is trying to copy or emulate them. Now, this is what personal style is. Personal style is what makes you unique and distinguishable as an illustrator. It's what helps you get recognized and celebrated. Now, why do I get so fired up about personal style? So I feel like with so many illustrators out there, and this was me once upon a time, so no judgment at all, but we feel as though we need to prove something. We want to prove to the world, our fans, and potential customers and clients that we can do anything they need. We can do any style, we're good at everything, you name it, we can do it. And this all comes from this place of desperation, where we want to be hired. We want to be everything to everyone. But ultimately what happens is we quickly become nothing to no one. I think that's actually from a quote I heard once, but I have no idea where it came from. Um, If you know, please DM me. Okay, so once we get out of that mentality of trying to prove ourselves and instead focus on ourselves, so finding, developing, and sticking to our personal style, this doesn't come from a place of desperation. This comes from a place of confidence and self-assurance and ultimately leads to your ideal customers, clients, and fans being attracted to your art. And I say this with confidence because I have definitely seen a day and night difference in my own practice once I started focusing on myself and developing my illustration style. 
Now, having a signature style is so beneficial. In some ways, it can really increase your confidence as a creative because you are removing yourself from the constant state of trying to live up to or compete with other illustrators. And instead, you're carving out a whole lane of your own. It is also an opportunity to brand yourself. So branding and identity are so important in this day and age of social media. And creating a brand around your personal style is so much easier and authentic than trying to create a brand around super disparate and unrelated pieces of work. It also means you'll be attracting the right clients and customers. So people aren't going to approach you and ask you to copy or do work in someone else's style. Instead, you are going to attract people who just want you to do your thing and are hiring you specifically for your style, not just your ability to execute their vision. And also, it saves so much time and energy. When it comes to my own work, I have created a style guide and a library of elements that I can refer to and reuse in my pieces. And it's really the best time saver ever. And as time has gone on, the longer that I've been illustrating in my style, the better I get and the quicker I can get through a piece, meaning I can post more frequently and consistently to my portfolio and social media. Now, let's start digging into how you can find your personal illustration style. I always guide my students through a four-step approach, which I call my illustration style formula. But before I begin to even start explaining what all of this entails, the very, very, very first step that I basically mandate all my students to learn and understand are the three basic mindset shifts that you absolutely need before embarking on this journey. These are three big myths that I used to trust and believe, but today it's my mission to smash them into pieces, burn them, and throw them in the ocean. But to be honest, each of these myths deserve their own podcast episode. But if you're impatient and want to know them now, I've created a free masterclass in which I dig into each of these myths and tell you why they're so harmful. If you're interested in attending the free masterclass, uh, I'll drop the link in the episode description. And if for some reason you can't find it, you can find it in the link in my bio on my Insta or TikTok. Otherwise, if you're not about that masterclass life, I'll also make separate podcast episodes for these in the near future because they're super important. Okay, so let's say you've attended the masterclass, you've wiped the slate clean of all the preconceived notions and ideas and myths that are circulating around the illustration industry. What I teach my students next is that illustration style formula I mentioned earlier. So step one of this four-step process that I teach is uncovering your aesthetics. This is like the foundation of your personal style. And what it is, is basically finding and defining the aesthetics that really and truly reflect who you are as a human. Not even as an artist just yet, but what are the things that make you, you? And this is no easy feat. This takes a lot of self-reflection and discovery. And I often encourage my students to really, really take take their time with this process. In the next step, I teach about unpacking taste. And this step is all about interrogating different known quote unquote styles that exist out there. Now, this may sound counterintuitive to what I said at the top of the episode, but the aim of looking and digging into different styles throughout illustration history isn't to pick one or to categorize what we're doing, but rather understand each of the elements and components that stand out to you so you can begin to understand how your own style might start to take shape. 
Next, in step three, we create a blueprint. So this is all about taking what we've learned about ourselves, our aesthetics, our taste, and starting to apply them to the basics of illustration. So in the way that I teach, I personally focus on creating and developing character styles for my students. So I get my students to start to figure out what certain character elements would look like. So how do facial features, body proportions, and hands come to life based on what we've learned about ourselves? And lastly, for the fourth step, I teach my students to create a prototype. So in this step, we decide on some additional stylistic elements, such as color, shading and detail, and how to use fill and stroke. We decide on which medium or software would be the most appropriate to execute your style. And lastly, we talk about scene and compositional elements. And the final outcome is an illustration prototype that embodies all the aspects of our newly found style. And that can be used as the benchmark or prototype for all of our future work. The aim of the illustration style formula is to get people The aim of the illustration style formula is to get people to their authentic personal style without having to work for years and years in the hopes that their style will eventually come to them. So obviously, this is a huge topic and there's only so much that I can effectively communicate in podcast form when it comes to a visual topic like illustration. But if you're interested in learning more from me, check out my course, Illustration Style Academy, where I go through each of these steps in my illustration style formula. I'll put the link in the description of this episode if you want to get in there and grab your own seat in the course. So to wrap up this episode, if there's one thing you take away, it should be to stop creating for others. Stop creating the work that you think your fans or ideal clients would want to see. Instead, I want you to focus on what comes from within and build a style on the foundation of your aesthetics and taste. Let that lead. So that's it for now. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Self-Taught Illustrator podcast, where we prove that you do not need a formal training or background in art to make it and thrive as an illustrator. I hope that this episode was helpful to you. Let me know if you've liked this episode and if you agree or disagree on my philosophy of personal style. Drop me a DM at Natashko, that's N-A-T-A-S-Z-K-O on TikTok or Instagram. And I look forward to bringing you more illustration tips, tricks and nuggets of wisdom. All right, until next time. Bye for now.